Triple M's Queensland only NRL podcast. Hello, Mardo, Margo and Dan here. Triple M Brisbane. Every weekday morning we're on 5.30 till 9am on 104.5 Triple M. And during that time period, we tackle the biggest issues and talk to the biggest stars in Queensland Rugby League. Huge podcast coming up for you here on Queensland Only. Broncos skipper Adam Reynolds joins us following the Broncos hoodoo being smashed to pieces 26-0 over the Melbourne Storm. That hoodoo there at Suncorp Stadium, not a real thing anymore. Broncos legend Corey Parker is in ahead of week two of the finals. And our very own Dobbo, he's lifting the lid on the Dolphins' failed poaching bid on a contracted Broncos player, may have breached a few rugby league laws here. The Dolphins have found themselves in a bit of hot water. It's all coming up here on Queensland Only. Enjoy. Mato, Margo and Dan on Triple M. Yes! Oh, give the man oh. the keys to the city. Adam Reynolds, Brisbane Broncos captain. Congratulations, mate. You've broken the hoodoo with the storm. Suncorp Stadium, 26-0. How did that feel? Yeah, good morning. Uh, felt unreal. Obviously, a great night for the club, the city, and um, you know, long-awaited fans that have been trying to get rid of that hoodoo. But uh, thanks to Triple M, obviously, all the hard work was done there during the week. And, yeah. Um, hey, Adam, was... I don't want to take it away from your abounding skill and the incredible team that you're at the helm of, but it has to go down to Eric the Witch, doesn't it? <laughs> Eric the Witch was fantastic. I've seen some vision through the week and um, had everyone up that day, so... Might have to uh, keep him along and get him yes. to our next couple of games. Get him riding Buck at the preliminary yes. final. Yes, get him on the horse. <laughs> Reno, not just the win, but keeping the storm to nil. Yeah. Talk talk us through that. Yeah, we spoke about obviously wanting to improve our defence this year and uh, a lot of hard work from the coaches throughout the preseason to implement those those structures and um, you know sort of game planning around our our defence and. It's been getting better and better every week throughout the year, and um, you know I thought it was a great reflection of all the hard work that we've put in through the preseason to keep a storm team to nil, especially in a semi-final um, with the amount of talent they had in the team is, is a remarkable achievement. Um, you know, and it gives us confidence heading into our next game. How good from you and some of the boys to go to the Lions game the next night at the Gabba. I saw you there, Reno. We wanted to get you up on the kiss cam with Reese Walsh, but I thought it might make Marto <laughs> a bit jealous given, I don't know who's got a bigger crush on, to be honest, you or, or Walshy, Reno. It would have been entertaining. I reckon I would have put one on him too, so. <laughs> Your uh, kicking game, Reno, is that something that you work on? Like, I know you can't plan for some of that stuff. You can only practice it and hope you pull it off. Uh, but that uh, kick that bounced inside and then out and turned over the, like, just momentous stuff, right? Yeah, just a, when you see an opportunity, you sort of got to put your hand up and um, try and make the most of it. And probably credit to Alfie. He uh, gets us playing this dropout game uh, every captain's run. And a lot of teams like to kick off short, so there's a lot of space at the back there. And, um, you know, that's implemented in those games as well. So um, send an opportunity there and hit it nicely. And lucky enough, um, you know, they were well and they're aware of it and uh, got a good bounce. Reno, a lot of comparisons to you and Alfie. Do you see that in your future, running running the bottles out there for the Bronx for the next 48 years? Uh, it'd be nice. Uh, hopefully I've got a bit more hair than Alf, so. <laughs> hey, do you want to respond to some commentary, actually, from Friday night, Reno? I don't know if you've heard this, mate, but um, you haven't had a, a chance to clap back. Fatty with the, the little leg trotting. shaming. The, the leg, leg shaming. shaming you, Renault? 
Oh, I was on the treadmill then when I was stuck in a bit of quicksand. Listen, first game in over a month, um, 75 minutes in, it wasn't ideal. I was hoping the, the ref sort of called me offside or, um, you know, I should have just tripped over at the start. So, How is the calf, bud? No, it's feeling really good. I got through the game fine. Um, the body's a little bit sore, obviously, haven't played in a, a little bit of time there, but um, all is well and, um, you know, the excitement and the wind obviously makes the body feel a little bit better. We obviously saw Ryan Pappenhausen go down with that absolutely devastating, potentially career-ending injury. You never want to see that for anyone, Reno, even the opposition after you've just pumped them 26 nil. Yeah, it's never easy seeing uh, any player, you know, one of your teammates or an opposing player go down, and especially with the, the history that Ryan's had. Um, you know, he's had a tough 12, 24 months, um, you know, to come back off a... Serious knee injury like that, and then to, to pick up another injury on the night is a you know, it's a shame seeing that. And, Do you put the game aside and reach out at any point to him, you know, down the track? Because I know that, um, you know, just using a personal experience, when Chaz Mostert, V8 supercar driver, was involved in a, a pretty serious crash, uh, he was in a really bad mental headspace. And my husband, just a fan, reached out on Instagram and just said, Hey, bud, look, I know injuries and, and you know, being out of your game is tough, but I'm here, thoughts are with you, hope you're okay. And I know that Chaz really appreciated that and a friendship grew out of that, you know, outside of footy and V8 supercars. You know, is that sport? Do you have that sort of familiarity, that that want, that desire to want to reach out and, and check on each other? Yeah, I, I sent him a message straight after the game um, to his Instagram, obviously just checking in on him, seeing if he's all right and wishing him all the best with his recovery. I think, you know, a lot of players have rallied around him and shown their support and I think it's great. Uh, it's one thing this game does really well is, is rally around those who are struggling or, um, you know, in need of a bit of support. So, um, yeah, it was, it was great to see the support um, on Instagram, all across social media. Well, um, and then Reno, you do know a witch, so you could send him uh, his way. <laughs> he could help out. Yeah, yeah strap put, it up. Put some balm on it. Yeah. You guys got the buy this weekend. What do you do for the next week? How do you prepare going into next Saturday night's game? Prelim, Suncorp Stadium, either taking on the Warriors or the Knights. Yeah, who would you prefer? Warriors obviously finished fourth, but the Knights were rampaging at the end of the season with Caelan Ponga. Yeah, they're both playing some good footy. Um, look, the Warriors are missing Sean Johnson badly on the weekend, and that was evidence there. And, um, no doubt they get a, a big opportunity this week heading back home to New Zealand to showcase what a season they have had. And um, it's not going to be an easy game. Uh, Newcastle been playing some fantastic football led Ponga. by wow. Ponga. Ponga. Um, you know, Tyson Gamble's playing some great football. Uh, they got a great forward pack there with some big outside backs. So it's going to be a great game. Hopefully they, they bash each other up and it goes for you know, well <laughs> into extra time. And, Nice and, and tired. Uh, a bit delayed on the way home too, so. Yeah. Good nice. on you, Reno. All right, we'll get Eric the Witch down for the prelim at Suncorp on his broomstick running behind Buck for you, <laughs> and all will be well. <laughs> Beautiful. Appreciate it. Good on you, Reno. Motto, Margo and Dan on Triple M. Motto is off Harley Breen in today. I don't know whether we should talk rugby league Ooh. with Corey Parker, Broncos legend here. Or this is probably closer to your heart, Corey, and has had more of an effect on your family, basketball. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a tough old time around the Parker house. Corey, were you sceptical at all about your wife's injuries? Yeah, morning, guys. Dr. Corey Parker for the last week and a bit. Um, it's been three well, days, mate. Come on. I, it was, to be fair, I was sceptical yeah. um, because, yeah, at different stages, we can all sort of. Put it, I thought it was a grade three carry-on, to be fair, but then 
we uh, sat in the emergency ward at the hospital and uh, it was deemed to be very different. So Playing basketball, uh, Cos, she's tripped, she's busted her ankle and then that night in the shower reached up for the shower head, she said, and, and now she's torn her rotator cuff? Well, I, I wish she was reaching for something else, but um, <laughs> I right. was definitely reaching up to go for the shower head, that's correct. Yeah. No more injuries, mate. <laughs> uh, in more important news, uh, let's talk yes. rugby league because uh, it is semi-finals weekend. No Broncos this weekend. They've mm. got the rest, uh, but Storm's Roosters. Give us a, an overview of what you deem that to look like, Cos. Yeah, big rivalry between these two clubs. Obviously, two very successful clubs over the last sort of decade and a bit, to be fair. But both clubs decimated with injuries. Now, there's huge uh, news coming out of Melbourne at the moment that Jerome Hughes may be in doubt, so much so that he might not play. We'll find out probably later this morning today. If he doesn't play, that's enormous, enormous for the Melbourne Storm, who we saw last week against the Broncos. I haven't seen the Melbourne Storm play that bad ever in a game, let alone a semi-final. So they're back at home. They'll be wanting to put their best foot forward. But if Jerome Hughes isn't there, that's 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 a huge loss for them. And then the Roosters, well, I mean, six weeks ago, I was talking to producer Alex there before. He's obviously the Roosters fan. Six weeks ago, they were dead and gone. Yep. Um, so much so, they've won six in a row now, and they go into the final against Melbourne Storm. But comes at a bit of a cost. No Sula-y. Um, you know, they've got a few players that, Will not take the field. Um, they've got players playing out of position. Um, no Joey Manu, no Suliti, as I mentioned. Uh, no Billy Smith. So a lot of their team, they were hard greaves. A lot of their team has been pulled out. So plenty to play for for both teams. Um, but, um, again, I'll go back to Jerome Hughes. In big games, semi-finals, you need your best players. No Pappenhausen and, as well, too. Well, yeah, no that's Pappenhausen. terrible, so, isn't it? Horrible. <laughs> Huge game for both teams. So that's tonight, 7.50 kickoff. Tomorrow, 4.05 over in New Zealand, bro. Waz Knights, Cos? Yeah, well, again, all eyes are going to be on the Waz. Um, You know, they had that performance against Penrith Panthers at the foot of the mountain. They were pretty much taken to school. However, in that game, they didn't have their... Um, you know, their superstar in, in Sean Johnson. Now, they haven't played a finals game since they haven't played fullback for Jerusalem, uh, which was some time ago over there in New Zealand. So um, they need Sean Johnson. He's back, Sean yeah. Johnson, well, he is He's back. He's been named, named as an play. in. He has been walking around with a, uh, a moon boot on at the start. Now he's got some compression on. He's got that calf injury, so he didn't play last week. A little similar to Jerome Hughes. If Sean Johnson doesn't play for... Uh, you know, the, the Warriors, it's going to be extremely difficult for them to win. Coming up against a side who are 10 in a row at the moment, they don't yeah, know how to lose. I mean, they're flying off the back of Kalen Ponga. So uh, it should be a really good game. But the scenes over there in New Zealand will be epic. I mean, as <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah. they have not played a final over there for a very, very long time. Broncos next weekend obviously will take on the winner of that game. Who who do they want to play? <sighs> Well, to be fair, um, you know, their hardest task in regards to when you're looking at the matchups was last week against Melbourne Storm. Hadn't beaten them in 14 years or 14 games at Suncorp. They got that done. They kept the Melbourne Storm to zero. Haven't kept the team to naught all season. What better way to do it in a semi-final? So mm. I don't think they care who they play, to be fair, because um, if they put their best foot forward, they should be able to get the job done and roll into a semi-final. So, um you know, you would think looking at the competition at the moment, it'd be Brisbane v the Penrith Panthers. I mean, because yeah. Melbourne are decimated, Roosters are decimated. Whoever wins that one, they're going to go into the next week busted and bruised and up against the Panthers side who are 
dead set rearing to go at the moment. So should uh, should shape for a, a pretty good grand final. I think the uh, question that's been bandied around a lot, we've heard, Dan and I, we were talking about this earlier, is can they win versus will they win? And absolutely, the Broncos can win. Obviously. Will yeah. they win, oh, Corey Parker? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, will they win? If I, you know, I want them to win, absolutely. I bleed Broncos colours. Can they win? Yes, they can. They beat Penrith, if it is to be that way, of course, um, way back in round one, 13-12, and that was the start of their new 2023 season and what they stood for as a football side. So if they can uh, defend like that, uh, come up with some of the plays that we've seen at different stages throughout the season, absolutely they can win. Will they win? Well, that's the, that's the million-dollar question, isn't it? All right, Cos, we'll let you go, mate. We know you've got to get to the pharmacy, get some anti-inflams. Margot's saying get the Panadine Fort. Yes. All right, don't just you've go got bringing got me that You've got busy holidays stuff. ahead of you, Corey. <laughs> right. Good luck, mate. Well, I'll go and get some tequila and Panadine Fort. <laughs> yeah, tequila yeah. sounds good. That's for Corey, though, not for yeah. you, mate. <laughs> Marto, Margot and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane ass. Marto off. Harley Breen is filling in. We're about to get Dobbo on from our afternoon show. Lisa Jones, Liam and Dobbo, Rugby League know-it-all. Mm-hmm. I mean that in the most respectful yes. way. We're ready to fix up the Thought on Sport intro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get the Toyota forklift advantage. Visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Dobbo's Thought on Sport. Dobbo! Welcome back, Margot. I mean, one of the most serious injuries in all of the morning show ever to happen with you with your ankle. I, I didn't know you needed your ankle to go on radio, but anyway, a couple of days off. How are you, mate? Let's talk footy. Look, can I just talk about the Book of Feuds? And everybody knows about the Roosters and South Sydney and, and the hatred. Well, their own Book of Feuds is happening in Queensland, and that's between the Dolphins and the Broncos. Go back to last year, there's a boom young centre by the name of Dean Mariner. You've seen him play this year for the Broncos, and he's going to remain a Bronco for a very long time. Well, it is believed and accused by the NRL that the Dolphins tried to entice Dean Mariner out of his contract at the Broncos. Now, last year, Dean Mariner asked for a release. He wanted to leave because he didn't think he was getting the opportunities to play enough first grade. Now, obviously, a lot of centres in front of him, in Tony Staggs, Herbie Farmworth, um, Selwyn Cobbo on the wing. So he wasn't getting the opportunities. Well, you can't do that if there's a player contracted to a club. The Dolphins, in their first year of operation in the NRL, were fined $50,000 and 25000 of that is suspended for their involvement around uh, contacting a player who was contracted. Now, I've spoken to the Dolphins last night. They absolutely 100% deny that mm. they did this. Talking to the Broncos yesterday, they said they were lucky to only get that fine. Dob, what do you think about this? Because we know Terry Reader, the CEO yeah. of the Dolphins, and he's a pretty straight-laced, you know, uh, clear-cut 100%. kind of guy. We know that Wayne can be creative, but he knows the rules, and I don't think that they would do this intentionally to potentially hurt their credibility or even that of Mariners. Margo, in every single rugby league club, there are people who we don't know who have conversations on behalf of clubs to other to managers. The issue around it is, and I don't want to get too technical, is that 12 months out to your contract ending, you can sign another contract to move forward. Now, prior to that, you're allowed to have discussions, but there's not allowed to be a formal offer. And what Brisbane were claiming was that there was an offer made to Dean Mariner. You're allowed to chat. It's very murky. And this is a bit of a test case because the NRL haven't done or fined a club for this before. Before, yeah. 
Yeah, the Dolphins absolutely 100% denied. And you're right about Terry Reader, as straight as a die. Wayne Bennett's been very clear on what he's done. But it's probably a bigger issue that the NRL need to look at because it is so murky around players talking to other clubs and managers representing and people who are connected to the club having conversations on behalf of the club. That's probably the grey area. Either way, Dean Mariner ain't leaving the Broncos. The Mm. Broncos are filthy with the Dolphins. And now... The Dolphins are filthy with the Broncos. Yeah, Good I for hope, rivalry, though, Dobbo. Yeah. The I hope book that this feuds. is not the NRL using the Dolphins as a scapegoat, though, to set a precedence with in and around contract negotiations, I would like to think. More with Dobbo this afternoon, 4pm, our drive show, the rush hour here on Triple M. Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo, thanks for your time, mate. Good on you guys. Triple M.